Got it. Cool. Julio, Julio. Neat, 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 neat. <laughs> Just testing my levels. We gotta stop meeting Sounds like good. this. <laughs> Hi, this is Kumi. The following is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Names, characters, businesses, places, and incidents are either products of the Dungeon Master's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblances to actual persons living or dead or any actual events are purely coincidental. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy the episode. You might be wondering how we got here. What? Okay, so you're living in, in Julie's mother's home. Mm-hmm. What exactly is a hunter? What is their like role primarily? They, Hunting down. They, there's like, a whole bunch of things. So if, if you want to be if you want to be registered to study the arcane, you have to. Be oh, okay. Then yeah, for definitely the that. Society. Like it's the all encompassing to be able to use magic and like oh, study yeah, magic then and use definitely that. Registers. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you want to get Suwon registered as a service animal? Is my question. Yes, absolutely. Especially because he has some issues with mobility still. Okay. And every time Suwon is not specifically next to you, a Josing Saiju will try to go after you. My name is Mr. Dusk. I heard that you want to learn how to unlock your spirit connection. I do. I think I will put it on hold to go to Egypt by myself. You yeah. feel this pull. You definitely like know now where you're going and as the night sky you can see the stars up above um but you can feel now this pull is is pulling you to this location and you're not super far off but you're a few hours at least away you -hmm. were just kind of stumbling using the stars in the moonlight as light for your journey and eventually you get to the top of this one mound and you look down and you see just a pinpoint of fire down in the distance I, I don't know how to put it. It's just you learn what it means to be human, how to make a connection, how to live a different lifestyle. You're not sure. It's something deeper. Good. You've learned a lesson. Get ready for your next one. Do I, can I like kind of narrow down as to like what country it might be in or like what region is it specifically like Vietnam, you spend Korea, about a, a week. like China, or is it like Japanese or is it like. You can assume that it's in Tibet and that kind of roar of applause exhilarates you and you feel like this warmth in you and like this, this need for, this need to just be again. And you haven't felt this since the accident. You're back home now, and you get the letter. Congratulations. You will be receiving your hunter's license soon. Hooroo! And you begin to plan your trip to Tibet. Have you heard from Cash lately?
So, last we left oh off, you had a little bit of an adventure in I Egypt, did. and now you're going somewhere? Very strange. Yeah, you're, you're on a little bit of an adventure. I'm trying to figure out uh, where this temple is. Forward. Yep. So, how... Okay, first of all, the majority of your trip did take the majority of the three months uh, that you had. So you have a little bit of time in between the last three months and this three months, like a week maybe. So I have a couple of questions for you. One, how do you get to Tibet? And also, what do you do in the meantime? I haven't figured out where the temple is in Tibet, though. I just know that it is in Tibet. No. You just know that it is in Tibet somewhere, probably. So you ask me how I get there? I will remind you that Tibet is still in China, so you do need to get a visa and all that yeah. stuff. Hmm. Now you are a hunter, I do have a so, license. You may be able to get some kind of privileges. Yeah, I'm, via that. I mean, I'm, I have an international passport as it is. Um, True. Okay, you do still have to have a visa. A travel visa? That's going to take fucking six months. Yes. You also are a hunter. Does that expedite so you the process? probably can get it expedited. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Just go ahead and roll a persuasion check, and we'll just roll off okay. of that. That's what these rules are for. Aren't Nineteen. They? Nineteen. No problem. You get a. You get. You get the visa in a week. Okay. Cool. Is what's Kumi doing? Is she still with her new job? She's still with her new job. She's doing fine. Uh, she says she will go with you if you want her to. She says she did kind of miss you not being around. So she's willing to, she's prepared to take time off for a little bit. I just don't know how long I'm going to be gone because I still don't know where this place is. So. Do you want to have this in character? Uh, <laughs> no, because it's just going to be me waffling back and forth, just like in a slightly different voice. <laughs> so what are you, what are you doing? Are you, are you telling her to stay behind? Are you yeah, telling her to come with? Yeah, she should stay here and like continue working because job security is important, especially in these unprecedented un, unprecedented times. times. Uh, what are you using to pay for this? Because at this point you spent a lot of money. So much money in Egypt. I, As a I hunter don't... you do get a little bit of per diem, but not enough that you are currently spending with the amount of money that you put. Fuck, I don't know. Uh... I literally have liquidated my assets. I have nothing to my name. <laughs> so what are you doing? What do you want me to I do? Will sell th- my nephew? What? Sure. On the black market. You know You know people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, as you're a hunter, you could do bounties in this okay. week. You could try to I'll fulfill a bounty. chase somebody in, t- in Tibet. Okay. This, or again, this I'll is kind of chase a, somebody on the way there. Well, what are you doing? Because that will definitely change the arc of this little <laughs> season here. Are you going to try to do it in this inner in in between time that you have before Let's going to Tibet? Let's do it in the in between time. Okay. Because I'm sure you're like, please just do it in the in between time. <laughs> no, I mean either way, because I, I it could work either way. So if you're doing it in the in between time, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Okay. This is just kind of in the broader sense of things. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. You find a target. It is a bestial 
classification, which is just essentially one of those classifications of, again, for the hunters, you are hunting uh, hostiles and bestials. Bestials are kind of the non-intelligent Phaetonians that are given bounties on them just because they are threatening livestock or people, that kind of thing. Like they're just animals, essentially Phaetonian animals that do not possess the intelligence to necessarily come and merge with society. And then you have hostiles, which are ones that are deemed intelligent enough to join society but then don't or break laws etc etc cool et let's hunt those to extinction so you are hunting a bestial uh okay. threat just go ahead and roll a an attack roll for me with what just your just a standard, general whatever, whatever I would one you want to use and we will use tell me what you're using as your attack and we will roll it with i that. have the staff of the Windwalker still okay uh, you're using that then it might not be the staff of the Windwalker anymore. It might be like the spirit. Oh yes, staff it, it that merged I have. together. It's it's still the staff of the Windwalker, okay. but it's also now this one as well. That was cocked. Okay, uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. In the lake of Chicago, the Great Lake, there there's been a lot of like down ships. I've just been going down for no reason, and the survivors are still there, but, like, all these ships have been kind of just going down seemingly for no reason. Um, And it's in this very localized area. You discover the area, and you find a water elemental that has apparently just been taking down ships that enter its domain. As a hunter, it is your job to make sure this problem goes away, and you're going back and forth with this water elemental, and you're not getting much ground tick minus one body. Have my stats, like, reset because it's a new cycle, or is it the same? I meant I forgot to mention this earlier. You can try to heal one of your stats if you would like to heal one of your stats. There are rules for healing in the rules. I if you would did like to try heal to do that. body last time. So I okay. think so I'm you can only heal mind normal, or spirit. But I have Oh, so like you can, oh, I you didn't can heal one that I could, per that. Yes, you can heal one stat per three month cycle essentially. Oh, okay. So in the first wave, I did a healed body. Mm-hmm. And then now we're in the second cycle. We're not in the second cycle yet. And this is still the... the we're, okay, the, so we're still in the first cycle. You're about to enter the second okay. cycle, yes. This is, the, this is oh, essentially okay. like getting all your business done before the next arc. An R and R, okay. Kind of, but more convinced. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to take a boat out to the middle of the lake, the territory, where it is, and I am going to basically drop down with weights and see if I can duke it out with this thing. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, Go ahead. Actually, this is what you're gonna have to do because you just, you did say that you're dropping yourself down with the weights. Roll three constitution savings. No, no, no. I'm not like tying them down. I'm like, I'm. I'm so that's your weighted down. I understand. I but you are now fighting the water elemental in the water. So go ahead and make three constitution saving throws. I'm not so very go ahead and smart. Do it. <laughs> okay. It's fine. 16, okay. 16, and 19. Wow. Oh. Okay. All right. So you managed to hold your breath throughout this encounter. Go ahead and roll three attack rule. Okay. 13. 18, 24. Okay. You have two successes, one failure. You you pass, but you do take another minus two body. But you do eventually disperse this water elemental, at least as far as you are concerned. And 
the territory is clear. You check back in about three days later. Nothing else seems to appear. And you get your bounty, which is enough asset to essentially bring you back to where you were before. I will give you... I will let you either take body. You can, yeah, you can choose a body, mind, or spirit point. Um, let's do a a growth point. Um, let's do one in mind. Okay, you have a growth point in mind, and you took overall minus three body. All right, let's get you to your thing now. All right. Uh, also, just as like a part of this R and R esque thing, on the rules you can see what you can trade in your growth points for. You can get an ability score improvement. You can get feats. You can get assets, which are essentially like items. I'm going to be adding more assets in the next session we do, uh, but there are some assets there. You can get level ups. You can get feats. So if any of those look appealing to you, go ahead and just add those to use the points. How many points do you have right now? Growth points. I currently have one growth point in spirit and one growth point in mind. mind. Okay, cool. So you could get a good berry bush with that, which is just one of them that you can get. Uh, it's a bush that grows 1d10 good berries per day. But you can also save them up and get ability score improvements in body or mind or however you feel you want to save them. If you yeah, don't I think I'm, I'm going to save them up until the end of the year. Okay, you're going to save them up to the end of the year. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to use anything at the moment. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Ooh, that could be good. So I need to... If you're trying to save for the level up, yeah, I, I put that get... there because it's... it's. No, it... I'm not saving for the, for the <laughs> level up. Gonna There's say one thing be... that I want. Okay. Yeah, that's very... Um, There's that one, one thing that I want, and I'm going to save up for it. Okay. You can yeah, I'm not trying up. to level up. I'm, there's one thing that I that I want very badly. <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll, we'll see. see. All right. So you book your trip to Tibet. You have the money to do so now. How are you going about finding this specific temple? So I had an idea of where it was roughly in Tibet. If you have serves. an image of it. You don't exactly know where it is. You know it's in Tibet. Gotcha. So I, interesting. Is there like a travel agency? Most definitely. In Tibet? Yes, Would I be able to go through? Because they always, yeah, would I be able to go to the agency? And I'm sure they have like a list of the top 10 spots in Tibet you want to visit or some shit like that. Because that's what travel agencies do. Make a Google check for me. Okay, sorry. I am really stretching your world here a little bit. No, 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 no. This is this is 18. good. This is good. 18. They don't have necessarily the exact image that you're looking for, but I will say that they do offer a Tibetan temple tour. And it's about a week-long tour and they That's take you to the different That's more than one temple. Multiple temples, yes. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. That's the you fastest book- way I'm going to get to temples. Yep. You book your trip, book the tour. You go with a sizable group of people from all over the world, not just the United States, from, you know, England, Germany, you know, Turkey, just people from all over the world uh, in this kind of bus tour, in a sense. Uh, You guys stay in different hotels and motels and stays and different experiences like that. But you go around, you visit different temples. Uh, Oh, I'm going to fucking butcher these names. Uh, One of the kind of first ones you visit, it's a very remote, very small, not even a temple. It's called the Pabonka Hermitage. And you think at first, like, 
oh, is this what all of these, like, did I book, like, in some off-brand travel agency? Because it's really just, like, this very small temple, not even a village, really. It's just this very small location. And you visit, and it's nice. But then you go to bigger location, the Sarah Monastery. And in this one, you kind of get a little bit more of like a it's, a, it's a more city, communal feel, much bigger than this previous one you went to. But you're still not getting that, that feeling you get to. And then you go to the Dogchen Monastery, and this is like a very huge one. And it's in this kind of more mountainous region of Tibet. Um, and, and you start to like feel like a, a pull in this one. And do you do anything to like maybe explore this one a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to look for familiar faces. Okay. You begin so looking around. So sort of around. like where people are, I sort of gravitate towards those areas. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. 13. 13. You look around and you can't really find any particular faces that you think you would recognize. There's no there's no one that stands out to you. And can I start looking at the the, the architecture like trying to match up like a perspective from my visions? You begin like looking around and looking for perspectives and in the distant mountains you see like a flash, almost like one of the more rapid successions of that dream. And you kind of look off in the middle distance and one of those mountains speaks to you a little bit. And you think that maybe that was something is telling you that you're on the right path, but you're not here yet. Okay. I am going to go back to the tour guide uh, mm -hmm. and ask about the mountain that I saw. And if there were any temples on that mountain that we would be touring. Or if okay. they could tell me if there was a temple on that mountain, what it would be and how to get there. They explain to you that they're going that direction. That That's the next stop you guys are going to. And that the Pero Taksang is the next temple that you guys will be visiting. And that after tonight's stay, you guys will be stopping up there. And then you have two more temples after that. And then you will be uh, returned to your original location that you guys flew to. Okay. You continue on, climb into this very mountainous region. This particular monastery is called the Tiger's Nest, and it's this beautiful, beautiful mountainous temple. It's on the edge of this cliffside looking over this entire mountainous valley area, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And go ahead and make a perception check for me. All right, big money, no whammies. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. 17. 17. As you begin looking about, you you begin to, again, get the same thing. And at this point, you because you've been following your gut so much in this, it is almost second nature. You, you recognize some of the people there. You recognize some of the artifacts that are in this temple. A little bit about the history in 1998. A fire broke out, and so some of the things were destroyed. But you see, you, you almost with your, because Cash has this thing where he kind of sees auras around things. We, we established that in the Heist and Harmonies. Mm -hmm. You kind of see the auras of things that aren't there now, but probably used to be. And you're getting a strong sense that whatever is here is what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Are there um, monks or priests here? Yes, there are people who tend to this particular monastery. K 
Can I, without, like, trying to just, like, wander off and, like, totally violate the space of this place, mm-hmm. can I try to, I don't know, explore a little bit more into the grounds? Okay. I mean, you're taking on a tour of this place. It is, it's not necessarily huge, but you kind of get the general sense you're not seeing everything. Uh-huh. What are you specifically, are you just generally looking for something? I'm looking for the structures that I saw, the architecture that I saw. Okay. Make an investigation check for me. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, as you continue walking through this temple, you are noticing like different pieces of artworks and different vestments of this temple. And on one of them, you actually see a painting, and it's this—it's very, very, very old painting. But you notice that in the landscape of the painting, you see a, a particular arch, and it is exactly the one that you have been looking for. That one that stuck out in the he- in your head the most. This is it. So looking at the painting, is it a painting of the temple? No. It is a painting of a landscape. And uh, make a history check for me. The DC is going to be pretty high, but if you can nail it, you'll nail it. All right. History. That's under intelligence in it. Nineteen. Nineteen. It's not here. Uh, as you approach the temple, you had to go in through this like kind of cave system, travel around the mountain to get up to it. From the history that you've kind of collected while on this journey, it is somewhere in this mountain like system, this mountain range, but not specifically this particular location. Okay. All right. So can I go back to my tour group? And I'm assuming there's some sort of, like, interpreter mm-hmm. and ask if she's able to basically, like, get direction, f- get directions, like, from the monks about the painting um, and, like, where it is. Okay. As you get more information about this painting, it's a 12th century painting depicting a particular meditation spot above this cave. This cave was originally established in the 9th century as, like, a meditation spot for Buddha and for the Buddhist faith. And this particular spot was a spot of enlightenment. Okay. I don't know if we've talked about it, but I'm trying to think that if Cash grew up with I'm trying to think if he's like a practicing Buddhist. Like he obviously has some of the like Eastern shamanism like Korean folklore thing that we talked about yeah i thought uh, we i from, like think his mother's side but i don't know if his, his mother was a practicing Christ- Buddhist. yeah I, I think he gets more from his father's side especially because his you know his his father and his mother came to the united states i think he would probably get some of that more american christian western you might have dabbled okay. in it we could say that like maybe in your community college years you got you took a you know, a religion course, and you you found a little bit of interest in this, but I don't think it would necessarily be your profound backstory. Yeah, just because it makes sense a little bit with his, like, views of life and death now that I'm, like, thinking about it, so it might be something to look into later, but as of right now, where, how, like, 
how difficult is it going to be to get to this meditation spot? And am I allowed to go there? What are you trying to do? That That's that's a question for you. Uh, what are you going to try to do to get there? Are you going to try to I'm, sneak away? Or are you going to try, try to ask? I'll climb a damn mountain if I... I'm going to ask <laughs> if I'm okay. allowed to go there. Hmm. Or if, like, those who are seeking enlightenment are allowed to go there. Okay. Because that's uh, essentially you what ask, I'm trying to do. You, who, do you, who do you ask? Let me... I'm going to give a little so bit of improperty to you. I am going to use my, like, tour guide as a translator for one of the monks who can, like, tell me about the painting and tell me, mm -hmm. like, where I can go and, like, sort of the lore of the cave. Okay. And who's allowed to go there. So, uh, the lore of the cave is... I won't be able to say this specifically, but there was essentially a guru that flew to this location from the Singi Zong on the back of a tigress. And so this particular spot, the cave system that you were in, is a very hollowed area for meditation and for focus. As far as this particular spot, it is thought that this spot has, not just with this particular guru, but everyone who sits in this spot achieves some form of enlightenment, whether that is escape from self, which means like death in some interpretations of it, or escape from the material, which is like kind of a more what Westerners would describe as escape from the need for, for Earth, material things. Earthly attachments. From, yeah, earthly attachments. Different forms of enlightenment have been achieved at this place, and it's a, it's a very specific and hollowed area. Great. How do I get there? That's what you ask? And am I allowed to go there? Make a persuasion check for the first question. Nice, 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 nice. 21. 21. You ask how you get yes. there, and they don't really give you physical, like, you take a left up this thing, and then you go up, and then you... But they, they kind of walk you through how if you were to be seeking enlightenment and be needing some form of change in yourself you could possibly, through the channels, be able to take a sojourn up to this particular enlightenment spot. Cool, that's what I do. It's time to you, sojourn. You don't know the specifics of it. Are you going to try to ask to join this monastery to be able to do that? Is that how, is that how it that's works? Essentially I can't just go they, as a... As no, the, what they were saying was, through their channels, you would have to then go up there their channels so i yes. have to become a monk to go to this place possibly if you're trying to do it above board i need to get there because i need to leave <laughs> i literally just need directions and i will climb a mountain if i have to <laughs> i'm trying to reach enlightenment i don't care <laughs> are you asking oh for neil you're killing directions? me with this stranger to strange land yes Okay. Make another persuasion check. Good God. <laughs> I'm just saying. 18. 18? You ask for, like, you, you begin pressing a little bit harder and asking for specific directions. And at this point, the translator slash tour guide gets a little bit uncomfortable and says that it might be a little bit rude to ask specific directions about this very 
holy place. That was a failure, by the way. Oh, great. I'm dying over here. Okay. Interactions. But I know what direction it is in. I have... I know the, the direction. You know, yes, you know. Can I? Okay. I am going to go back to the painting. Okay. And I'm just going to sit underneath it. Try to, try to like, connect with that space from a distance, if that makes sense. Okay. This is how we're going to resolve this. Just go ahead and make a wisdom check. This is how we're going to resolve I, like, it. I feel like I'm an idiot over here. Roll a wisdom. Just roll a wisdom check. Okay, that is 16. 16. 14 plus 2. Yep. Okay. I'm thinking. Give me a second. Okay, this is what happens. You you sit down like in front of the painting, or what? What do you do physically? Cross-legged with the painting in my vision, so wherever I can sit quietly. Okay. I, there's like a bench on the side that you are able to sit next to and cross your legs, and you breathe and you focus. Is Suwon with you? Yes, I was actually yes. just thinking about that. He if, okay. if he was allowed to come, yes. But uh, for yes. the sake of this, yes, he was because he's documented. <laughs> Suwon also sits with you, and you begin focusing on this space. And again, kind of like what happened in Egypt, you get these flashes of what your objective is. And as you do, make a perception check at, while you're still kind of focusing. Like, this is more of like, are you aware of what's going on around you while... Okay, good, great. This, this, This will do it then. As you begin focusing on this painting and this space, you feel that warmth flow into you again, that warmth whenever you use your key, whenever you extend your spirit outside of your body to channel whatever abilities that you have to connect your spirit to other spirits. And as that warmth emanates from you, you see one of the monks gasp and drop these leaflets that they were carrying and Run off. What do you do? I follow him, but not like running after him. Okay. Like, where's they, they going? run off pretty quickly? You kind of walk. Uh, I mean, I'll give a little bit of like jogging chase, but I'm not like sprinting after the guy. Like, I gotta go. I gotta know where he's going. <laughs> okay. Like, like okay. where is he going? Uh, where Where's the dude going? I mean, he's uh, he's running off. Make an insight check. Make an insight check for me, just so you can understand yeah, what is happening what, yeah. here. Yeah. What's why Why is this man freaking out? Fifteen. Fifteen. You could tell that he's startled at the very least. <laughs> So are you are running after him. You continue running after him. He shouts out. I'm just wondering, where, ahead, no, just, where is he going? Is he going into the he's temples? Running, is he he's going running out? in the temple. Like, he's, he's I mean, you are in the, the kind of base level of this temple. He runs in and then begins running okay. up this path. If he goes like in and it's like, okay, no tourists past this point. Like, I'm not going to like follow him in that way. Okay, I mean, he doesn't run in a, a place where you you haven't been already, but he he begins, like, shouting okay. out and kind of looking back at you and, and kind of moving a little bit faster. And as he runs out and stops, another man, like, puts out a hand and, and, and kind of stops him, and they begin to converse. You catch up, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. The two begin conversing, and the other man, he looks a little bit older, a little bit more, maybe a higher rank, whatever that means. And the two 
begin talking and conversing and then the older one looks at you and then they begin talking again and this man walks up to you and begins speaking in Tibetan to you. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Okay, what do you what language was that? English or Korean? Korean? Okay. Uh, I'm going to try it in Korean and then try it in English. Okay. You say it, you say that in Korean and he takes a moment, he, he like puts a hand like telling you to wait and the the two of them run off. What are you doing? They don't run off at the well they have a kind of runs off a I am bit, staying but. put. Okay. At this point the tour guide gives the announcement that you are all going to begin boarding the bus again. Well, making your trek back down to board the bus. I am going to wait until the monks get back. Okay. I'm sure there will be another tour that can pick me up later. Okay. Yeah. The announcement is made. Some of the, you see like people walk past you. One of the German fellows begins speaking to you, saying that it's time to go back and motioning for you to to go back. You just kind of tell him to buzz off. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm sticking around here. I'll catch the next bus. Okay. He kind of gives you a, a nod and walks off. Eventually... Another figure comes and walks up to you and begins conversing with you in Korean. And he goes, I am told that you did something strange. We would like to speak with you if you have a moment. Yes, of course. Okay. He kind of leads you up to this temple into an area where you would normally not be able to go. And all the while he begins speaking and he says, What... Are you doing here? I basically tell him I'm on like a spiritual journey through like a series of visions that came through meditation in search of something, if it's enlightenment or if it's something greater. Are you here on behalf of Mr. Dusk? Yes. Yes, I am. We have been expecting you. Uh, As he. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. As he opens the door to this temple region, uh, you see a number of other monks kind of sitting and writing and studying, and you are walked off to the left into this more secluded chamber. I mean, it's all open spaces. Everything you've seen has been open spaces, but this is kind of an off-set chamber. And sitting in the front of this, you see a, a balding man, much, much older than most of the folks you've seen around here and he is sitting there waiting for your presence okay what do you do when you I, walk in he is sitting um, i'm going i think I'm trying to think what the actual i i think they bow into bed so i'm gonna bow as i enter the room and take okay. off my shoes well your shoes have been off at this point uh in this good okay area. i'm like but, i'm yes. like i'm not just like yeah, I should have mentioned that earlier. When you first walked into this this temple region, and you've you've known this that you'd you'd have to take off your shoes. The Nikes hands. come off. <laughs> um, as you give your bow, he gives you a, a slight nod and motions for you to sit down. I sit down. Okay. Sort of mirroring him. As you sit Body down, you see this man speak out to you in a language that you recognize, but are a little bit surprised to hear. This man speaks to you in Phaetonian and goes, What can I do for you today? I have heard that a certain collaborator of ours, Mr. Dusk, has sent you. Yes, yes. 
you see this man's form shift and his ears come to a point. His bald head begins to spurt tufts of hair, graying still. This man's age is still apparent in this form. You see, make a history check for me. Not great. 12. 12? He's not an elf. You can tell that for sure. But he has somewhat elven features. His ears come to a point. His face is kind of sunken and sallow. His skin is a yellowish green. And you're not sure exactly if he's elven or some race, but you can tell that he is some form of Phaetonian. And this particular man goes, if you are here to take Mr. Dusk's challenge, as he likes to give, I am assuming you would like to climb to the peak to meditate, to seek enlightenment. Yes. Yes. He he sighs and, and gives a nod and says, this is no trivial pursuit. You will spend days, I know. weeks, months, even possibly years isolated. I understand. If this is something you are willing to accept, you must also understand that your companion, and he gives like a, almost a referential nod, like a deeper nod than he gave you when you first came into your, your dog, your companion, your guardian, must stay here. So, just take it out of for a second. When the Josing Saija have been have come after me in the past, mm-hmm. are like are they like physically trying to reap me, like drag me away? Every time they have, gotten or are they me just like to you? constantly there? Make a perception check. There's one standing in the corner. Okay. 13. This is, again, kind of a more awareness thing. Okay. You don't, you're not 100% sure? Yeah, you're not 100% sure. It. The, every time they've attacked you it, you, it has physically drained you. So you're not sure. You have. It hasn't gotten to that point yet. Well, this is going to suck, but yeah. Is that what you say to him? I don't say this is going to suck, but yeah, but I say, all right, I'm... I'm willing to do that if you are i want you to understand that isolation in specificity can be taxing not only on the body but on the mind i know he gives you a nod and says please wait a while prepare yourself for this taxing journey we will send you as soon as you are ready okay He invites you to spend the night. You're given food, new clothing, just things to make you comfortable. And as you spend the night, you have another dream. Okay. And this dream isn't like the other dreams you've had where you're given some kind of goal or location or objective. It's just a feeling. And it's a feeling of you felt it before. But physically, it's endurance. It's strength through pushing through your utmost limits. It's a strength that is something to your core. And as you are washed over in your sleep with these feelings, you come to this space again. 
and it is just your spirit form. And you take a moment to look around and it's just you. And you wait in this space for a while and nothing happens. And you wait still and nothing happens. And it feels like you've been waiting for hours now and there is no one. There is nothing. It is just you. What do you do? Can I... Mm, I'm gonna try to... Back when I was in the astral plane and I would have those sort of conversations with myself, mm -hmm. I tried to start up kind of one of those conversations that I've had with myself okay. in that sort of spirit form. Okay. So reaching out like, hello, is anyone there? That sort of thing. I will tell you this. You don't feel that similar tugging sensation that you felt in the astral plane, but if you want to go ahead and try to do that conversation, go ahead and just make a wisdom check for me. Okay. 16. 16? What do you physically do to begin? Do you like sit down and you just kind of try to hear? Do you just yep. kind of stand there? Okay, you sit down. Uh, again, your awesome. left leg from your thigh down is just gone, but you managed to kind of pop down, cross your leg, and begin this feeling that you had before, this conversation with yourself. And at first, nothing happens. And I need you to roll a d6 for me. Ooh, a d6. Oh, my. Five. Five? Yes. You feel nothing. You try to reach out to whatever you think is yourself, and you're not getting anything. But you do feel a sense of calm. Go ahead and do plus two spirit. Woo! And you wake up. Okay. Hello, this is your DM here. DM obviously stands for... Doctor of Medicine. Go ahead and take three of those big ones right there. Yep, right there to your left. Take three of those and uh, call me in the morning if you are still alive. Uh, thank <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You might be wondering how we got here if you like what we do. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YMBW Podcast. We also have a TikTok at, that's also YMBW Podcast. We post a whole bunch of cool stuff on there. Um, and if you really like what we do, we have a system here where you rate us on five stars on iTunes and or tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW and we'll put your name in the show. So go ahead and do all that for us and we'll give you a little kiss on the cheek. Uh, if you really, really, really like what we do, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash YMBW podcast where we have a whole bunch of slew of content for you. We got bonus content. We got more bonus content coming up soon. Uh, we have a whole bunch of different tiers for you, up to $200 a month, which will get you a game with you and your friends, DM by yours truly. Uh, so, yeah, we have a whole bunch of stuff going on there. So go ahead and check that out, patreon.com slash Podcast, And tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW and rate us five stars on iTunes. And we'll put your name in the show. And I love you guys. And goodbye. Mwah. If it's like in the morning, I'm probably going to wash, shave, munch. And like not say goodbye to my dog, but just being like, we're going to spend some quality time together before we're like separated for a while. OK, you do that. You prepare yourself emotionally for the journey that's about to be ahead. Physically, you feed yourself, you wash yourself, you bathe yourself, you cleanse yourself, you spend time with Suwan. And eventually this 
figure comes over to you. Again, elven features, but not necessarily elven. And he stands next to you now. He's about seven, eight, seven and a half feet tall. And he gives you a deferential nod and says, are you ready? Yes. He motions towards the door, and there are two other robed figures. These are just humans. They give you a nod and begin ushering you up this pathway. And it goes on for a while, and you it's a very beautiful trail that this mountainous path leads you up to. And eventually, you come to a summit that instantly in your mind clicks as the archway to this location. And mm, mm, as you mm, mm. walk through it, you get like a flushing sensation through you and as you walk up to this encampment it is a simple hut on the outside of the hut there is makings of a campfire on the inside of the hut you see a simple bed mat and some provisions for dried meats and foods and berries and the lot and it seems that this is set for you to be in your isolation okay also on the hut is this small bell And as uh, you are dropped off, you are told to every day when you wake up, you are supposed to ring this bell to indicate that you are alive. Still there. Oh, oh, good. Cool. Yeah, I do that. Let's get alone. You settle into your spot. Yep. (laughs) You, they wave you away. They take Suwon with them. And Suwon does a little bit of a whimper as he leaves you. It's okay, buddy. I'll be back soon. He kind of does a bark and wags his tail and nuzzles up to you one last time and then bounds off after these monks. It's my good boy. Uh, I am going... I'm going to sort of, like, get my bearings in the space, light a fire, depending on what kind of day it is, just sort of continue to feed that and... Once I'm, like, comfortable in this space a little bit, I'm going to sit outside the hut first in the cave and just do my thing, do the meditation thing. Okay. You sit, you wait, you meditate, you get your bearings. It is a, this is kind of a forested, lightly forested area. You can see over down this mountain region at the peak of this particular mountain area you see it goes up further obviously because this is a very mountainous region but at the peak of this particular mountain you are able to see down and deep into the valleys and kind of off to the horizon but you are in this kind of beautiful forested area you hear nature around you you hear birds you hear the creaking of wood and plant and life around you what are you doing i'm gonna try to tune all that out okay we're just trying to focus in on the hollow space that's in my skull. <laughs> Inside Cash's skull. Go ahead and make a wisdom check for me. Okay. Two. A lot of wisdom checks because that is nice. what you use. So. Yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Mm-hmm. You silence all that is without and you focus in and you find a certain measure of comfort. You are getting used to this new establishment that you have found, and you are finding it at least peaceful. And as you focus inward, you're able to breathe easier. Your leg pain somewhat ceases, and you spend the day focusing on yourself 
and on your meditation. And that concludes your first day. Go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Four. Four. As you wake up the next morning, you hear the pitter-patter of rain against your small dwelling. What do you do? I'm going to take a walk in the woods. Okay, interesting. What are you... Are you just trying to look around? Are you trying to... Just sort of get myself again, like, familiar with the space around the hut. Um, For sure, for sure, for sure. Go ahead and make a survival check. while yesterday I was trying to... Yeah. Yesterday while I was trying to tune things out, I kind of want to connect with that today. Ooh, homeboy has a plus eight to nature. It's a ten. Nope, survival. Oh, survival. Duh. Oh, four. Four? Yes, I fall off a cliff and die. Interesting. Kind of. Uh, (laughs) As you begin traversing this forested area, which you are not certain of, you lose your path. And in losing your path, you begin trying to more hurriedly find your way back and you are lost and as you breach this one forested area you do take a tumble and take minus one body as you do fall down a small portion of this cliff what are you doing now what are you at body wise by the way you're not one right i am at three minus four four. right now yeah yeah i'm at minus four at the moment so i am at i think no, no, no. I am total minus four for, out of, I think, six. Okay. So I have two body left. Okay. Got you. Just making sure. Yeah, got to keep track of that. Um, yep. I'm right. writing them down. What are you doing? Um, Ow. Well, now that we're sitting in, like, mud and just being a gross boy and a pain yeah. boy, maybe let's try to... Uh, I feel like so clunky being like yeah meditate the pain away like i feel like such a jackass but like he's like okay well like sometimes you need to be able to reach into those spaces let's be honest cash isn't a traditional monk he's a karate guy that has some weird spirit thing going on he doesn't understand this for real. He went on this crazy spirit adventure and he's just kind of following his gut. So if his gut's telling him to meditate, then meditate. Make a wisdom check. Him do that because like, hey, sometimes you have to reach for that, not enlightenment, but you have to reach for something even when you're in pain and you have to sort of move past that, I guess, is what he's, he's, what he's going on in the Warner brain. Yes. 14. 14. You begin focusing inward again like you have before. Your leg hurts really bad from that fall. It's cold. It's wet. It's rainy. You try to push all that away. Something's not clicking. You sit for maybe 30 minutes before you're like, it's too cold and I'm sore now. What are you doing? Yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm going to try to find my way back to the hut. Okay, make a survival check again. You'll you'll follow oh, your path. The, the okay. DC is a little bit easier. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, this time you kind of you climb back up to, from where you fell. You take in your surroundings. This time you're being a little bit more careful not to 
get lost. It takes you about two hours, but eventually you do make it back to your... It, it is a clearing, so you are able to make it back to your clearing. And okay. you bed down for the night. Roll 2d6 for me. Tell me what the first one is. Tell me what the second one is. Five and six. Five and six. Okay. That night, dreaming of the small mistake that you made, you begin dreaming of home. You dream of Kumi. You dream of... Dar, you dream of Will, you dream of Will Sr., all kind of living in this home together, and you do find a sense of peace. Even though you are alone, you know that you are not truly alone. Go ahead and add plus one spirit. What do you do over the next week? Um, I think it's going to be a series of sort of that exploration of the forested area and sort of homing in in that sort of cave and just in different spots trying to reach into that sort of spiritual space. And if it's not, if it's like, oh, butt hurt, rock too cold, you know, move somewhere where it's more comfortable then go back to it another time. Um, but... If I'm not meditating or it's getting too frustrating, I'm taking a lot of like sort of walks just to sort of clear my head a little bit and not focus so much on the meditation part of it, but just focusing on being present. Okay. You do that. Go ahead and just roll. This one is not just for the meditation, but for kind of all that you're doing. Go ahead and make a wisdom check for me. Another one. Uh, This one is like your survival. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, you follow this pattern of meditation, discovery of your space, kind of getting familiar with it. And by the end of the week, you're very familiar with at least your your specific surroundings. My question is, how long does it take Cash to get lonely? Probably longer than most people, I would think. And why is that? Because he has experienced a sort of... I don't want to get like get be like get corny, but like he's experienced like a sort of emotional loneliness from his body failing him when he needed it most, and his sort of life's path taken away from him in an instant, and not being able to connect with anyone on that, and he's spent time with himself, even though he's been surrounded by people, he has been lonely and felt lonely even when he wasn't alone so mm-hmm. now that he is he's less bitter about the things that happened to him and he's much more open to sitting with that and like confronting those feelings I guess that it probably takes him three three four weeks okay we're at that three four week marks it has been about three Fuck. or four weeks. Your food provisions are getting low at this point. It's It's been about three, three and a half-ish weeks. And your food provisions okay. are getting low. What are you doing to solve that? I think I'm going to try to do some foraging first. I'm going to, like, refrain from killing anything while I'm here okay. for right now. No, that's fine. So we're going to try to do some foraging for, like, edibles. Like a survival you know. check. Drinking water these, from moss or whatever the fuck I don't people think do. We said Cash had Boy Scouts in his in his you know oh history. definitely not. So go survival ahead and, nine. 
find some He's berries. Gonna die. You find some mushrooms. Some berries. I just for the sake balls. of this. Actually, fair point. Roll two d six for me. Oh no, I don't know if there are psychedelic mushrooms growing in Tibet. I don't know either, but um, we're about to make some assumptions, aren't we? It's a new world. Two fours, four and four. Two fours. Okay, interesting. You find some food scavenging. You're not running dangerously low on provisions right now. You have like a little bit of a setup to catch rainwater, which is fairly ample here. You find some food. You begin cooking it. You're not 100% sure if it's safe, so you taste a little bit. It tastes fine. So you begin eating. That night is not a very restful night. Go ahead and take minus two body. (laughs) Oh my god. That's it. I hit zero. Okay. So you just re- So again, you can either choose to get a growth point in body or or take a hindrance essentially and I it will, will hinder take a growth some point of your body in body. Okay. So also choose a So also take a a penalty for your character if you're taking a growth point. Penalty. Not an affliction. So again, we have penalty. frail, missing limb, scarred, damaged, crippled. Prone to exhaustion, and that's it. Here's what I'm going to say. That he's either going to hit either frail or prone to exhaustion. I think exhaustion is going to hit him first. Okay. You just choose one, and it sticks with your character throughout the next season. Until you can somehow get it repaired. One way or another. Yeah, prone to exhaustion. Okay, I think that makes sense narratively, too, as well. You have been on your own for three weeks. You have been taking these walks. You've been using a lot of energy, but you've also been doing a lot of sitting and meditating. And so your body is in this weird kind of limbo of getting enough nutrients, but or not enough nutrients, but not but too much exercise. And you're kind of in this weird in-between state. And so, yeah, you're starting to become tired more frequently. You're sleeping a lot more. And as you begin thinking through these, you are starting to feel alone now. Every morning to bring that bell is almost a chore at this point. And as you continue this meditation, something isn't right. You're not finding something. And you're looking Ah. for something, but you don't know what you're looking for. And at this point, you're just feeling frustrated. And the night takes you, and you're beginning to feel strange again. And what are you doing? That sort of, like, strange as in, like, the way that I felt when I sort of lost control of myself, or... Less like that, somewhat, I would say. It's It's a mix between, like, you're just feeling that kind of sunkenness that you felt... When you messed up your leg, when you were on the run from the bones, that just like sinking in your pit stomach of like, what the fuck am I even doing? I think we're going to go, we're going to totally flip the script a little bit here and just totally shake up. He's like, I think what he's been doing is he's been taking himself too seriously. And he's been like trying to meditate in a, in a spot where like, this isn't cash style sort of thing like he's trying to be someone else's monk if that makes sense so homeboy's gonna mm-hmm, go mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. punch a tree or something like he's gonna go like 
just go into the woods All and right, scream. Okay. Um, and just like climb trees for the fuck of it just to be like, ha, I can still do it, see? And like, ju- like carry rocks around just to be like, I'm a man! I want to go to war! Like, something like he wants to do like crazy physical shit just to be like, look, I have control over my body and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do whatever I want and, and see what happens. And if I get tired, I get tired and I go to sleep and I start again tomorrow. Go ahead and make a wisdom check with advantage for me. Uh, do 18. 18? You know, Cash wasn't raised in a monistic temple. He wasn't raised in some Buddhist temple. He was raised in the Temple of Iron, and he prays to the goddess of games. <laughs> you begin training. You begin focusing. You you find new ways to meditate. You, you begin doing push-ups, crunches. You begin, like, focusing on yourself, finding your mental cleanse within your physical cleanse. Fuck it. Take plus four body. <laughs> Oh my god, it clicked. <laughs> <laughs> and as you finally, you fall asleep that night again, you're exhausted, you're tired, but you feel a sense of comfort. And go ahead and roll 2d6 for me. Alright, baby. Six. Six. Wow. Woo, boy. Makes perfect sense. You have no dreams that night. You wake up in the morning tired, but somehow more refreshed. And as you wake up to ding the bell, you see a blue sheep just chilling outside your tent. Hello? The the sheep kind of pats around a little bit, kind of takes into your presence. Mr. Dusk? What kind of blue are we talking here? I have not actually seen this animal myself, but I just know of it. Uh, Is it a glowing blue? Is it a dark blue? A light blue? It's like like an ultramarine blue. blue? It's a it's a very calling it blue is not necessarily. It's like a stone gray blueish, like a stone gray blue. Okay, so it could totally be a color that a sheep could be. Just a dirty yes. sheep. It's not like a, a with a gray blue. coat. Because I was like. Yes. Calling it a blue sheep, I feel like, is a misnomer at this point because it's mostly gray. <laughs> Make an animal yeah. handling check. Yeah, fucking. One thing Cash is good with kids, not animals. I mean, his girlfriend's a fox, but that's different. Uh, animal handling. I have a. I'm sorry. Do I have a plus ten in animal handling? I do. I have a plus ten in animal handling. Twenty one. <laughs> okay. Twenty one. Because I All guess right. my girlfriend's a fox. <laughs> I guess. Did I give you that at some? I, I don't, don't know. know how. Whatever. I think so. It might be part of the. I don't know, but okay. I, I have uh, a plus ten in animal handling. So oh, I guess you know Cash what? is it good is part, with animals. It is part of that. It is part of your uh, my stances. way of the animal spirit. Yeah. 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 The sheep comes over to you. You kind of, and it slowly pats over to you. Make a, with your, yeah, essentially. 
That's fine. <laughs> this is very strange. I I'm understand. Just imagining this stupid man just really <laughs> You have been alone for about a month at this point. <laughs> so if it's gonna break, it's gonna break. Okay. Uh, you take a look okay. at this uh, with your twenty-one animal handling. I'll also just go ahead and say this is a female sheep. Oh, ew. Yes, a ew. Um, <laughs> and what do you do with this? It just kind of patters over to you. You pet it. Oh, I think I'm just gonna start talking to it. Okay. What do you say to this sheep? Where did Where did you come from? Are you lost? <laughs> Make a history check for me. Just so you know. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> Six. Six? <laughs> it's a sheep. What the fuck is a sheep doing up here? You don't know. Knowledge of sheep, I know they normally carry in flo- they're normally in flocks, right? Flock of sheep. <laughs> yeah, okay, hold on. Give me a second. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, uh, hey, watch the attitude. I'm thinking. Yeah, okay, we gotta we gotta we gotta return you to your flock, I guess. <laughs> sheep don't last long there, kiddo. Alright, we're up we're up and out. We're ready we're ready to go for the day. Alright, where are you going? The Nikes are on. <laughs> um I uh Also when you sorry, when you took that minus when you like hit zero body, you should have reset yeah. to your six. And then so you add six? the four okay. onto that. Yeah. So I have ten now. So you should ten now, so it resets to six and you get plus one body. Okay. Point. One body growth. Plus one growth. Yes. Okay, so whenever you hit ten or one, you either take a penalty or get a growth point. Gotcha. Oh, so I've definitely hit plus one spirit. Like another plus one spirit. Okay, cool. Yep. Yes, I have. Spirit uh, growth. Just writing it down so I do not lose track. Um, okay, well, uh, sheep... We are going to find out where you got lost from. So, let's get to getting, I guess. So, I, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get, like, a vantage point to see if there's any, like, pathways in the mountain or, like, open, like, grazing. Like, if there's, like, areas where there's not trees on the mountain, if that makes sense. Where it could be, like, a spot where sheep could be found. Potentially. Okay, make a per- make a perception check for me. Ooh, jeepers. Uh, that was an 18 plus 2. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You look from your vantage point. You kind of climb one of the trees that you've been climbing. There is no field in which a sheep would graze anywhere near here. Hmm. All right. Well, we're going for a walk. Will the sheep follow me, or is it just going to, like, do okay, sheep you, things and try to eat my shit? Um, it's just going to do a sheep thing. Go ahead and make an animal handling check. <laughs> oh, fucking no. It's a sheep. I hate sheep. 14. And you're going to try to carry the sheep around? 
I could carry the sheep around. I mean, it just seems like a lot of you work. You call it. It goes to graze on some stuff. You tr- you have to go back and circle it. You think you're leading it for a little while, and then you turn around and it's just gone. And then you go back up, and it's back at your campsite. And then you try to right, carry so it down go- the mountain this isn't, physically. This isn't going anywhere, sheep. <laughs> Where did you come from? What's going on here? Are you a sign? Huh? <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. You're a sheep. What is it that you want? <laughs> You're killing me over here. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, yeah. The sheep kind of settles down <laughs> into the grass and just begins chewing. Oh, God. What is about sheep? No, goats rip grass. Sheep cut grass. What are you doing? I'm not gonna eat this 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 sheep. It's insane. It's a female sheep. Can I? Do I have a collection thing that I could milk this sheep? I mean, you've been collecting rainwater for the past month. I would assume so. Let's see if this sheep is 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 making milk. Let, let's. <laughs> Make probably the most important animal handling check you've ever made in your life. Well, I've established it's a female <laughs> sheep. 25. 25. You milk the sheep, no problem. You have, I don't know how much sheep make. I don't know how farming works. Sheep milk you have is like, kind of gross. Well, <laughs> you've been food. out here surviving on your own for a month. You have, like, I'll say, like, two days, three days worth of sheep milk. Oh, damn. All right, cool. And you see that the sheep is more relaxed. Okay, I don't know a lot about like I don't know a lot about livestock animals, but I know that if you are making milk, then you must have a baby somewhere. Because I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So you're definitely lost. But where the fuck did you come from? What are you doing? I mean, I go about my day and just ignore the sheep. I guess because I don't know what to do with a sheep. As you close out your day, you see the sheep just kind of chilling by the campfire you make uh, and as you go to bed make a wisdom check for me 15 13 plus 2 15 roll a d6 for me 5 5 you have another sleepless night and as you wake up there is no sheep there is a yak though son of a bitch okay okay alright okay cash keep it together Okay, you have livestock animals just rolling up at your door now. Okay. No, God, please, not you two. Okay, so yesterday was a sheep. Today is an ox. Uh, fuck. Hold on. No, that's not a thing. No, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Uh. Make an investigation check on this yak. This yak. Yak, not an ox. These are furry boys. Four. Four? Yeah. The roll would have been a four. It's furry. Big. Okay. <sighs> Very furry. Okay, Yak. There's no possible way that you got here by yourself. There's obviously something going on here, or else I'm losing my mind. Okay. Cool. You're a Yak. You're big. You're furry. You got big horns. Can I check the undercarriage? What are we working with? Male? Male? Female? What's going on here? Male. Okay, Yak. Can I try to 
pet this yak. I don't know if I've ever pet a yak. And you have seen yaks around Tibet because they are very important to Tibetan culture. Uh, This one has none of the dressings that you've seen on a yak before. It seems like some kind of wild yak. You pet it? Yep. Uh, Make another investigation check this time with advantage. Okay. Investigation with advantage. Okay, 13. 13? 13. By petting it and kind of combing your fingers through its fur, you realize that its fur is knotted and coarse and overgrown. Oh, shit. I'm going to help unmat this, what's it called, fur. And if I can't, like, if it's, like, a mat that's too big, like, I'm going to try to, like, cut it out and not hurt it. Okay. Go ahead and just make another animal handling check for me. As you begin to de-twist and de-knot. So with my natural 20, it's a 30. It's a 30. You comb this yak down and it kind of sits down and you comb out the knots and you cut off essentially the bottom rungs of the fur. And it gives you like a a, a pillow-sized amount of yak fur that you now have. Again, a little bit dirty and, and knotted and twisted, but essentially a pillow made of yak fur. And the rest yeah. of its fur now is very silken smooth and calm. And it is here with you. Someone's lining their bed mat. Um, yeah, get a comfortable okay, yak for sure. I'm going to go about my day, yak. And I'm probably going to see you before I go to sleep. And then there's probably going to... Yes. Mm-hmm. I understand. I also am confused as to why you're here. So I am going to go climb a tree and see if I can see other yaks. And if I can't see other yaks, I'm going back to sleep because God damn it, I can't figure this shit out to save my life. So stay here, yak. I'll be right back. It and if he doesn't does do anything because it's a yak. Cool. Your you're day goes about how are you, you're doing your exercises, your stone throwing you're screaming into the abyss yak seems unabated unaffected you go to bed roll a d6 for me one 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 you have not rolled a one yet okay i know i have not you're not sure why this happens you might be starting to get a little creeped out from just these random animals appearing at your hut Mm -hmm. you have a nightmare Ah. And you come to suddenly with this nightmare ending. You don't remember what the nightmare was, but you look up, your body frozen, paralyzed, and sitting on top of you is a Josin Saiga. And you are stuck there in sleep paralysis as this thing just sits on top of you. Take minus two mind. Yeah, I say so. After a while of this happening, you shake yourself awake now, kind of shooken, and make a wisdom check for me for this next day. Nothing appears at your your home. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You would have advantage, but it's disadvantage, so it goes out straight. You're a little bit shaken by this, but you're not swayed from your new tasks that you've been giving yourself, and your meditation still kind of goes by seamlessly. Roll one more d6 for me. You're about um, six weeks in at this point. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Holy shit. Switch D6. Five. Five? Perfect. You wake Mm -hmm. up and in front of your hut is a snow leopard. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm going to get out of the hut and I'm going to enter the stance of the tiger. It seems taken aback by your presence. Make an investigation check. Five. Five? You can't tell what it's specifically doing, but it seems kind of crouched in this position, ready to fight. Okay. This is our first predator out of the bunch. All right, Snow Leopard. I'm just gonna sit here. And hopefully you'll go away. But at the rate that I'm going, with my luck, you're probably just going to sit here until I go back to sleep, huh? Are you doing anything immediately <sighs> after? No. All right. We're just going to sit down. We're not going to sit down. We're going to crouch so we can still be f at the ready. Make a persuasion check. That's a weird one to do. But animal handling doesn't feel right for this. 16. 16. You kind of crouch down, getting onto the same level as the snow leopard, still kind of ready in case the snow leopard does something. And it just kind of sits there, its ears pulled back, growling, snarling, hissing sometimes at you. But you're both st standing in this cat-like standoff at the moment. I can turn into a tiger, right? Can you turn into a tiger? Yes, with your Animorphs <laughs> thing, I forgot. Have I read Animorphs? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> with your uh, scaffold device. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. Are you doing that? It's tiger time, baby. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. morph into a tiger, and this thing is looking, taking it back now. It looks very scared at the moment. What are you doing immediately? I am going to sort of, like, shoulder wiggle down and try to display, like, non-threatening... I'm going to, like, lay down, basically. All right. Just on my tummy and just chuff at it. Make a persuasion check. Just go ahead and roll a d20 and I'll tell you what that. Oh. 19. I rolled 18. No, Pretty good. 15 plus 4. No, you subtract 1. You're using the... You're a tiger, so you use the... Oh, so I subtract one from 15? Yes. 14. 14. You get down in a non-threatening way. This snow leopard doesn't seem convinced. Make another investigation check for me. I'll just say with your regular kind of instincts, too. So. 15. 15? Yeah. You see that the snow leopard is guarding something on it you see it's it, it especially in this tiger sense your your instincts kind of kicked in you can see that it's hurt in some way i am going to roll over like hi here's my tummy i'm not a threat and then like the ultimate display of i'm not gonna hurt you uh -huh. um and then turn back into a human okay tiger time is over i'm just thinking how this animalistic creature would react. This thing, after like turning around and you see it guarded, it doesn't like slink away at, away from you like very quickly. It just kind of settles down, still kind of eyes focused at you, ears back, guarding itself. 
but it doesn't seem like ready to pounce either way. I'm going to slowly approach it and just kind of sit in front of it. Like, actually sit. And... (laughs) (laughs) Do you do any... Like, you just... Do you have anything else that might intrigue this? Um, I'm 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 sure I have some dried meat, but I don't know if it's. Oh sure. oh oh! I know cats are technically lactose intolerant, but I don't think sheep's milk has lactose in it. Let's give that kitty okay, a bowl okay, of cream. Okay, okay, fair, fair. Okay, cool. You go into your hut for a moment, come back out with the dish of sheep's milk. You slowly approach this snow leopard. Go ahead and make it just an, another animal handling check. Uh, 22. 22. At this point, you've, you've done this dance enough with this snow leopard to realize that it's it's hurt and it just needs comfort. And so you just gently scooch the milk over to it. And it's still like guarding itself, slowly slinks over and begins drinking from the dish. And at this point, like with its kind of splayed out nature, you can tell that its back left leg has something on it. In it, something is going on with that, with that back left leg. I'm going to try to help. I'm going to try to take a look at it, but like as slowly and carefully as possible while this thing is sort of distracted. Are you being stealthy or are you just walking up and, and, and like making sure that it's okay with the animal? Which one are you doing? Yes, making sure that it's okay with the animal. I'm not trying to like okay. jump it with being like, are you okay? <laughs> um, you've rolled enough at this point with that 20 what did you roll 22 22 yeah you, you let it drink the milk for a moment you, you reach out to pet it it hisses at you for a moment goes back to drinking you slowly begin trying to pet it you get a couple of tufts of fur and it hisses at you again and then kind of smells your hand looks at you goes back to drinking and you're allowed to like pet it and you pet down its back and then eventually you get to its back leg and as you lift the paw, you see this mask sticking out of its paw. Can I try to remove it? Make a slide. If it's of like hand a check. thorn or something? Okay. It's a little bit bigger than a thorn, but. Okay. Slide of hand. Nice, 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 nice. 18. 18. As you grab its back, has you and turns around, but as it makes that motion, you manage to pluck this bramble out of its foot, and it hisses at you, and then kind of steps and, and gingerly tests the foot, and as it sets the foot back down, looks at you, and then bounds away. Oh, bedtime. <laughs> I mean, you I'm still have most of your day well, yeah, left. Yeah, I, I do. I do my. Eventually, you go back to sleep. I do my monk, my, my monk Chicago style training yeah (laughs) and you go to sleep you have no dreams good stuff no need to roll a d6 but you wake up Mm. and there is an antelope outside of your door fucking fantastic what do you want you are an interesting character this antelope says to you fuck (laughs) fuck I'm gonna, I'm, uh, this is it. I'm going crazy. I know magic exists, but this ain't it. This is just, fare thee well, sanity of Cash Warner. Oh, 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 oh. Who is truly to say, regardless, hello. I believe it is time to make our acquaintances. I am Mr. Dusk. He gives you a, this antler gives you a bow. In the flesh this time. 
Oh, okay. Here we go. Right, right. Not the dreamscape. Yes, you are in the, the real world. This is right outside of your hut. You ring the bell instinctively. He goes, you have completed your transition from being a simple ape walking the landscape, blinded by society and life. You are different from the last we met. <laughs> as you have requested through your dreams to me and as my student Lama has asked of me, it is time that we teach you how to channel your spirit so that you may gain insights into your own life. Please. Okay. He kind of stomps a foot down. Have a seat. I sit down outside of okay. the hut. You sit down outside the hut. You begin breathing in. He says, good, good, good. This is an old, 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 old ability. One that has been passed down, not just through humans, but through all walks of life. You see him walk off into the forest for a moment and grabs a couple of sticks out from the ground uh, out of this kind of strange bush that you pick these weird berries from. They're the ones that cause the uh, unpleasantness. He said, you didn't eat these berries, right? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, at least you survived. He plucks a couple of those branches from the that bush over there, and he kind of sets them out in front of you and says, would you mind lighting these for me? Sure. And I, I don't know, rub sticks together and I light it. Okay. You light this small pile of twigs. Throw at this point. Yeah. You light this small pile of twigs, and it begins to burn and smell faintly of burning ember and smoky leaves. And has a sappy quality to it as well. And he says, now, meditate as you have. Search deep within yourself. Make a wisdom check for me. Okay. With advantage. As you have pretty much completed this journey. 16. 16. You breathe in the fumes from this smoky, ashy pile. And you breathe out. And you breathe in again, and the world seems to, like the first day you came here, you drown out the ambience around you, and you breathe in, and you breathe out, and you breathe in one more time, and you are not on the physical world. And you're kind of taking in this new surrounding. It's kind of similar to that foggy space that you've been before, but instead, there is simply a mirror in front of you. I approach said mirror. As you walk up to the mirror, you see yourself, as a mirror would show. And as you get closer and closer to the mirror, you yourself get closer and closer to the mirror. And you feel this instinctual feeling to touch the mirror. And as you do, it shatters. And you hear, Hello, my ex-spirit compatriot! It has been a while since we have conversed. <laughs> and standing in the shattered frame of this mirror, you see a half-orcish figure. Yes! 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 And you see Garnog the Great standing there, looming over you, about a foot taller than you. And she goes, <laughs> It has been a while. <laughs> It is good to see you again. 
old companion. Hi! Wow, okay, it's been a while. Yeah. How have you been? It seems as though you've managed to turn yourself into a conduit to channel this spell. Good, it's taken me a while, but home, uh, you're, you're up, you're, uh, uh, um, what time are, what time frame are you in? Or is this like a space outside of the timeline of events? Does that make sense? I am here and I am now, my old friend. How do I put this? I am a guardian of sorts for those who would like to traverse into the spirit realm. I understand that you are confused, and it is very confusing. There were parts that you missed out on whilst you were taking your personal sabbatical from your team. Let me show you. She puts a hand on your forehead, and suddenly just things flash wildly in front of you. You see images of, of fights and battles. You see yourself get struck down. You feel yourself dying. You feel Gimel dragging you off. You feel yourself and put in a suspended animation. Then you feel a period of boredom. You're stuck. Every once in a while, Clarissa would come and visit you and tell you stories. You could never respond, but you always enjoyed those stories. Stories of your team's adventures, your team's growth, your team's changes, and you felt so bored. And you couldn't dream in a suspended animation state, not necessarily, but you focus in on yourself. You focus in on your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your being. And eventually you could find ways to take sabbaticals from your space, from your place, into this new, strange place that you didn't necessarily create, but were able to drift off into. And eventually you found yourself being able to drift further and further into this weird astral self of projection. And you have to make a decision at some point. What are you going to do? Because you're drifting further and further away from yourself, and eventually you come to the realization yourself is nothing but a being. And beings must eventually end, but in this new form, you are you. And so you leave. Unable to convey any message to Clarissa, you simply leave. And exploring this new world, you find your happiest venture, yet your ship that you would then captain. As a swashbuckling rogue yourself, you traveled this new strange astral sea, fighting different pirates of this Githyankian crew. You, f you explore, you find a strange bunch of creatures pressing into your realm. You fight them off. You establish different ships and ports. You become the queen of the astral sea. But something darker yet pushes in. A darkness so dark. You take a moment. Try to find where your being is again. You find it. And Clarissa walks in. Just as you find yourself. And she tells you that she's going away. On a dangerous adventure. Pursuing this darkness. And that it is possible that they may never return. You pop out getting some information from Clarissa, you yourself battle this darkness away and peering into this dark void where these 
strange amalgamations come from, you see a pinpoint of light as your battle continues, and that light gets brighter and brighter and brighter, and standing at the center of that light, you see Clarissa, and then you see that void close and collapse in on itself onto a single point that only with you, with your keen eyes, are able to make out. You establish a city there, a bastion, to guard watch over this area. And as the rest of this story plays out, you feel Garnog's hand pull away from you, says, That, my friend, is unfortunately all that I can give you right now. Unfortunately, the rest of my story is not necessarily your story. She clasps you on your shoulder and goes, I am proud to see you here, though. And you now see in Garnog's face, and specifically in Garnog's eyes, different from what you remember being in her form, you see purple, brightly shining eyes. They are very beautiful. And as she looks into your eyes, she goes, Seriously, I am very proud of how far you've come. Now! She kind of grasps you by your shoulder, pulling you into this mirrored realm. Would you like to meet your new spirit compatriot? Yes, yes, yes. Follow me. You both begin kind of floating through this space, freely moving, and she kind of goes, All right, let's see here. And you see just kind of faint essences just float by, wisps of white and gold and gray and green and different colors, all kind of in this amalgamation. And she kind of looks out and then looks back at you and then looks out again and then looks back at you. And she kind of pats you on your back, kind of a little bit harsher than you're used to, and she goes, <laughs> You are truly, truly amazing. And you wake up. You're not Cash. You're a teenage boy. You wake up, you push yourself off of your cot and exit your tent. You see... Your older brother, Abaze, pulling in this cart, helping your father and your mother. And you feel this urge to help them. But you are not a man yet. You still have much to learn. But you know, in your heart of hearts, that you will become a hunter. And you're snapped out of that space. And you're back as cash. You take a gasp. And you begin wheezing and coughing. And roll 2d10 for me. 2d10? Oh, God. Which one of those? Yes. I'm a, I've only rolled a d. I'm a uh, rogue. Roll a percentile die and, and, and a d10. Ah, okay. Okay, so it's 13. 13? 10 and 3. Yep. Okay, you take... Uh, you take minus one body from that experience washing over. And you see that antelope now looking at you. you see, if the antelope could smirk, it would smirk. And it gives you a bow and goes, and I believe this settles our debt as well. Now that you are my student. And you see the form shrink and then grow again and you see an elven figure 
and he sh- puts out his hand for you to shake. And he goes, Now that you know my true name, Mr. Dusk is the one I go by with most of my students. I believe the debt to get you out of that prison has been paid for with you now being my newest student. (laughs) And you see a familiar elven face looking down at you. And he helps you up and he says, there are still many lessons for you to learn though. And I will leave you with this question. If I am Mr. Dusk, then who is Mrs. Dawn? And you blink and he's gone. And yes, that was Sildor. (laughs) Sildor! (laughs) Okay, hold on. What did I do? You channeled the spirit realm. Oh, I need to give you the spirit realm spell. You now can cast the spirit realm spell. Oh! Uh, Sixth level necromancy spell. 30 feet, one hour verbal semantic uh, material. It costs 100 GP worth of incense. You and two other willing creatures may enter the spirit realm, taking on your spirit avatars and gaining insight into your upcoming venture. However, unprotected uses of this spell can lead to potential harm. Roll a percentile die. And then you roll a percentile die, and there are th- different things that can happen. Okay. You did not roll the worst of these, I will tell you that. <laughs> there is one that is oh, particularly bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Said you wanted to go to the spirit realm. <laughs> I did, but oh my god! <laughs> Damn, did you really? <laughs> I'm dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead. You have now been gone for nearly two months. Who's gonna kill me? What do you do? Oh, thank God she didn't come. (laughs) I go home. I go home. You ring the bell one last time as you begin your descent down the mountain. And as you are maybe a thousand feet out from your location, you hear a bark. And Suwon bounds up next to you and jumps in your arms and begins licking your face. And you can't help but smile and then laugh and then cry. My good boy. Ha, 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 ha.